Hey everyone, it's Annie and Brady from the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for us on whatever app you're joining our conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links for all of our accounts are in our show notes. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Never Growing Up podcast, a Disney Parks podcast for adults. Today, we're going to be exploring one of my favorite festivals, and I probably say that for every festival. Maybe not so much food and wine, but well, whatever. Anyways, one of my favorite festivals of the year, the Festival of the Arts. I'm really glad that they brought this back uh, in, in such an unprecedented year, quote unquote. Um, so we're going to be going through the menus of the activities that are going to be going on in Epcot. We're super excited. You know we love a festival. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello. Guys, it's been a minute. Hi. Actually, not really. Because by the time this comes up, we'll get the other one too. <laughs> You'll hear us back to back. We live in an alternate universe, which is my theory about WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't Did seen it. Did you watch WandaVision? Oh, it's it was good. I really enjoyed it, especially for someone who um shit, wait, before I get into that. Hi, my name is Annie at WDW Collective. <laughs> <laughs> and with me is my most wonderful co host Hi, guys. It's me, Brady McCleary, also known to you guys as Brady Cam on Instagram. There we go. Okay. Back to WandaVision. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I loved WandaVision. I think it's going to be extremely interesting. I am not. I've only obviously have been involved in the Marvel movies, so I don't have a lot of knowledge of the comics. But I've read some articles um, about all of the Easter eggs that were there. If you're like a real big fan of the comics, like you will absolutely love this show. And I used, I grew up on Nick at night. Like my mom always had Dick Van Dyke show on Bewitched. I mean, still now, like this is not something that she stopped doing. So it was like fun for me to watch, like, cause it was so similar to those shows. That was my thought on it, but I enjoyed it. I really liked it. It seems like everybody, it's gotten great reviews. Yeah. I've, I've not heard anything negative about it yet. Yeah. I think, I think people are are liking it because it's well, sort of original. Even though they're kind of like paying homage to TV, like famous TV shows from the fifties and sixties. But at least right now, it looks like it's going decade by decade. Uh, um, but it's cool. But yeah, we'll be talking about the Festival of the Arts today. Another festival we're missing. <laughs> oh, you know what? Actually, before we get into this, we may want to chat about this real quick. Ooh. And I is the um, end of the Disneyland annual pass. And what our theory is behind that. I totally forgot to bring that up. Shit. Sorry. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I'm surprised that Disney World is still doing annual passes. Yeah. So I ended up letting mine just lapse. I'm assuming. I guess it just lapsed. You know what's weird? I never got any like reminders. And I don't know if you do. I'm assuming you would. Like getting reminders saying, hey, don't forget to renew. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, they send out something saying like, hey, if you renew, you get 15% off. Yeah, I didn't get anything. But I think they send it out like 
a couple months before your actual one. Right. Yeah. I mean, expires. Because so so mine was supposed if this if this was normal time, it would have expired in August of 2020. But then they extended it because they said that they were extending the passes for the amount of time the Disney World was closed. So mine was extended to the end of November. And any, I mean, I would, I, I live and die by my emails. So like, I have not seen it at all. I don't. So I'm assuming they're probably not going to renew them. I would be really shocked. But my theory is, is that I don't think Disneyland is going to open in 2021, and that's why Ooh. they're not renewing it. Because why? Why would they do that? Because it's think of the think of the people that go to Disneyland for the majority of the, majority of people. That's mainly a local crowd. Mm-hmm. Like they want those annual passes, and I know they've been tr- they've been trying to hike them up lately, and like they've been trying because I think like there's a lot of overcrowding there, and I've ex- experienced that. So I because it's a smaller location, not so much California Adventure, but Disneyland is very very small, and there may not be that many people, but it's crowded, and so maybe they're trying to like control that when they if they either don't open it all in 2021, or they do at some point. But California is a mess. Yeah. So I I don't know, but that's my theory. I think they're just no. That makes a lot of sense. I, I don't think that that's crazy that they wouldn't open at all until or like throughout all of 2021. Because hopefully, with all these vaccines, um, this is supposed to work out. You know, sooner in the next five yeah. or six months. And unfortunately, California. So I don't even remember this. Do you remember there was like a measles outbreak at Disneyland a couple years ago? Yeah. Because um, we are not going to get into the whole like anti-vaxxer situation here on this podcast, but like a lot of people, there's a very significant population in California, that whole West Coast that are anti-vax. And that's why the, the they had a measles outbreak. So I don't know if that's maybe they're thinking that too, that they think there's like so many anti-vaxxers. It's just like going to take a while. I don't know. Mm. Weirdly, though, the whole anti-vaxxer movement shifted right, <laughs> if you catch it. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? It used to be like such like a like a vegan, like, and all, granted, I'm vegetarian, but like it used to be such a wacky leftist thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and then like all the rightists were, were like, stupid, uh, stupid leftists, they're, not, they're anti-vaxxers. And now they're like, uh, now I don't know. <laughs> oh, I saw a meme. I know we said we're, we don't get political or whatever, but listen, oh, yeah. I saw a meme on, on Twitter and it was so funny. Uh, it was like the uh, the Department of Justice has said basically if you had a cell phone while you were at the um, the quote unquote siege of the Capitol, yeah. you will be caught. Um, and, th- and then underneath it, it was like underneath it was like wow those uh those uh, anti vaxxers because of the microchip crowd are gonna get real surprised when they're still found out. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I love it. Oh God, I was even wondering. I mean, but you're but you're in the Air Force. They would. I don't think they would send you out there. It's all National Guard, right? Yeah, we we yeah. can't uh, use military. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's like an elitist actual military. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you can't send oh, no, uh, military uh, against the American people. It's in the Constitution. Yeah. But oh, okay, the, okay. I get. I guess the uh, what's it called. National Guard, National Guard is yeah. not it, they're, they're state funded so oh I didn't know that look at the look at the things we learn on the never growing up <laughs> I didn't know they were state funded uh, how would I know that I mean they're funded by our taxes right but like our state taxes it seems like 
Lord. All right, guys. But, but yeah, I, for those of you, especially we have quite a few friends of the show, um, some people who actually be guest hosting um, while Brady is away, um, who are very longtime pass holders at Disneyland. And they were pretty saddened by this. But I mean, I think they all I think a lot of us kind of hold this same theory. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense now yeah. that you said it out loud. Yeah. So let's talk about the Festival of the Arts because you can go to Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shade. Dude, as soon as I get that vaccine, my ass is on an airplane. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, my God. Shoot me up. I'll take all the microchips. I cannot wait. Um, all right. Right? So let's like, start- I'm already carrying my phone around my ball sack. Mm-hmm. Like, you might as well... <laughs> Give me Listen, the I've had a social, shot. You get a social security number when you're born. You've had a number since you were born. You've been followed. Get over yeah. yourself. You've been yeah. followed. <laughs> You've been being followed since day one. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, Festival of the Arts. I love the Festival of the Arts. I went to the very first one, and I have a T-shirt that no longer fits me anymore, but it does say the like the uh, I don't know if it said like the inaugural season or the premiere season. Festival of Arts. I think it's such a great. I mean, it's it's genius, right? Because the one of the most dead times in normal and let's talk about normal times in <laughs> pre or post, whatever, is January, February. People really aren't going to the parks, except for people like me who have a fiscal year um, calendar year, which means my year ends same time as the calendar year, and everybody goes on vacation in January. So <laughs> for me, it actually makes sense to go. And I usually do. I, although last year, a year ago, last week I was at Disneyland because we had meetings out in California. That was the only park I went to last year. It was wow. Disneyland. Yeah. yeah so, I, I haven't well, been since uh, our trip. Yeah. Oh, since last. Yeah. That was the. Mm, no, I went in. I went for food and wine. But yeah. I haven't been, been there at all. And I'm really starting. I'm really getting irritated. <laughs> Here we go. Let's digress. I'm getting irritated with um, WDWNT's coverage of the crowds because it's kind of it, – it, for me to say it's fear-mongering, I don't think – like they – yes, like there's there's lower crowds there. It does look much more crowded, but that's just because the lines are spaced apart, fam. Yeah. Like there's not really that many people. Like there's plenty of people who take pictures and like ca- call them out and they're like – it's not that busy. It's just because of the way you have to stand everywhere. So yeah, my mom and my sister went in right, yeah. October. I can't remember. They went recently. Yeah. Um, and the line for Pirates of the Caribbean, because of the way you have to stand, right. wasn't long, but it still went all the way down to that intersection by Pico Bills and Splash Mountain. Yeah, it's it's just because it's the way it looks. So don't. Like, believe everything you hear. I can't imagine. Universal is, like, the Wild Wild West. But, like, I really don't see Disney, like, not following the rules. So, stop doing that. That makes me angry. Stop. Stop. Fear stop. <laughs> Damn it. Anyways. So, y'all know festival. the drill. We love a festival. <laughs> <laughs> we we take a look at the menu. It's like we're just walking into Epcot. We're looking at the menu and trying to decide where we want to go. Um, so we go through all the menus and we pretend that we have like endless stomachs and can eat all of this food. And I mean, I, I feel like your stomach does become borderline endless or you just yeah. 
go through the pain uh, of a full stomach because I, I yeah. If I see something I want to eat at, at Disney World, like even if I'm just gonna take a couple bites, you know, money's not a thing, calories not a thing when you're at Disney. Yeah, calories don't count at Disney. There should be a T-shirt that says that. There probably is actually. <laughs> Someone made one infringing on copyright. If not are, TM, if not TM. We are. Sn- this is Snarkville, USA. Maybe more so for me. I'm in a weird mood. I don't know. <laughs> but let's get started. But that was our public announcement. If uh, calories don't count at Disney isn't already a thing, it is now and never growing up podcast has trademarked it. Thank you. We trademarked it. I declare bankruptcy. It's like that. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The great thing about these smaller festivals um, like this and also Festival of the Holidays, which are like the smaller ones. eh, Festival of the Holidays is not really that small because you deal with holiday crowds, but it's newer. Mm -hmm. Um, is that you get usually get bigger portions. And it used to be like this for Flower and Garden, but now Flower and Garden's a shit show. So <laughs> it's not so much like that anymore. Um, food, food and wine, I mean, obviously is the main festival, but because it's so crowded and they're making so much food, the portions have gone down significantly. Um, so I get very excited about Festival of the Arts, Festival of the Holidays, because the food's a little bit more thought out, well thought out, and you get more IMO. So, yeah, I just love start. the colors. All the colors. Oh, beautiful. And we'll talk about some of the things that you'll be able to see um, and do. I love the murals and stuff that they have. It's so cool. Such a cool um, festival. I don't know. Clicking, I wonder if they're clicking doing... here to check out all the reviews from the 2021. So I actually should or I should have. It's um, click here to check out the no it's, menus. Um, menus and food photos of 21. Yeah, of the festival. Yeah, the 21. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So we're going to start with Artist's Table. And the food here, they have a beef wellington, a mushroom ducel, prosciutto, and puff pastry with red wine demi-glace and fennel cream. I mean, who doesn't love a beef, beef wellington? Um, a pan-seared scallop with chorizo, roasted red pepper coulis, and Parmesan crisp, which I think they have for some other events. Ooh, gluten and wheat then, friendly. Yeah. And then they have the artist palette jumbo chocolate chip cookie. They always have this at the Festival of the Arts. They do. Yeah. Um, and also I guess point I out choose. that um, all of these so far have been um, dining pass snacks. Yeah, they're looking at yeah. I'm getting that pan seared scallop. I would pr- well, so if I'm sticking to be so for those of you who don't know, I'm vegetarian, but um, so there's nothing really here like quote unquote plant based. I guess I could eat the cookie, but I'm not. Um, if I wanted to eat it, I would get the beef Wellington, but whatever. That scallop is going in my belly. Also, <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys noticed that uh, Anne usually takes care of these festival things because the words are hard to read. <laughs> she, le- she, I like it better when she leads because it's less embarrassing for me. No, 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 no. There's some interesting things here in these beverages, though. I'm wondering where this artist table is. But um, they have a sipping chocolate flight, which that sounds terrible. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a Sagatuck milk stout. That sounds awesome. I love a milk stout. A vanilla Kentucky vanilla barrel cream ale from Lexington Brewing Company. Lindemann's framboise. Get out of here. They do rosé. I love. I love Lindemann's framboise lambic if you mix that if you mix that with uh 
freaking Guinness. Ah. Oh, that would be good. I would be into that. Now, the one thing I do find interesting here are the Symphony and Chocolate Flight. So they add a, a cream liqueur to the sipping chocolates, which that is legit sounds, chocolate milk. Yeah, that sounds no. I would get a rosé. I, I would get the rosé or I would get the milk style, just depending on my mood. Definitely. And they have two different sizes. They put it what? They have two different sizes for the beers. So they have a six and a 12. So if you want to get okay, Well, if you're not getting the 12, get out. Yeah, what are you doing know. at a festival? Yeah, I don't know what you're doing. Because especially during some of the bigger festivals, they don't do that. They have like this one specific size. Yeah. I'm oh. definitely going to get the uh, the stout, the milk stout, or yeah. the, the lambic. Yeah, I would agree with that. At Citrus Blossom, this is where you can always find a souvenir cup. And it's the orange bird, which I think they're still trying to get through from Flowery Garden. Yeah. Oh, they trying so hard. Usually those things go out so fast. Yeah, that that's saying something. If unless they just like you, do you remember when they came out with it's like it's like the rose gold ears. Do you know what I'm saying? Like remember that they were so hard to get and then yep. for like 2 years they just like bombarded you with rose gold ears. So I'm wondering if that could have happened too. I don't know. Potentially. Nothing here sounds good, but I'm just going to, like, let you know what's up. They have a tangerine wheat ale from Las Coast Brewery. I don't like wheat ale. And then Florida Orange Grove's winery selections. These sound like something from that episode of Schitt's Creek where <laughs> where she's, like, at the, she's doing that commercial for the fruit wine. And it's, like, key lime, strawberry blush, orange sunshine, and then sparkling key lime, sparkling cranberry. I would actually drink the sparkling blueberry just because I like blueberry. But that's silly. What are you doing? I'd try the sparkling. I'd try the sparkling key lime. Yeah, that could be good too. I would be into the sparkling blueberry. I do take that back. Oh, my butt's falling asleep. I'm sitting on the floor. Oh, that oh yeah, because that happens. That always happens to me when I'm teaching. And why are you Cuisine sitting on the floor? Classes. I do. So, so right now, because we're learning our some kind of child, some animal. Yeah. <laughs> So this looks like it's in the the France Pavilion, just based off of what I'm seeing here. They have a red wine braised beef short rib with a parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and aged balsamic. A coco vin with uh, which is a chicken roulade with violet mustard, candied carrots, pancetta crisp, marble potatoes, and beau rouge, which is a red wine sauce and a red wine butter sauce. Sorry. Um, opera cake, which is almond jacon, coffee buttercream, and chocolate ganache, which sounds like the Vianetta that's coming back. And I could, I'm about to shit my pants. I cannot wait. Did you ever have Vianetta? I don't know what that is. Oh my God. The internet's going nuts. It's more people like kind of my age, but like, so, so there, I think, what is there, an eight year difference between us? I think eight. No. I'm 31. Oh, six, six years. Okay. And I'm 37, be 38. But uh, mm -hmm. there's this ice cream cake, and it was called Viennetta, and it was like a big deal in the in the '90s. And it's they're bringing it back, and the memes are just chef's kiss. Like, I mean, so friggin' funny. But those of us who like, it's just this fancy ice cream dessert. It's really not fancy. It's like Briars or some shit. But like, <laughs> kids thought it. We thought it was fancy, and this sounds like a Viennetta. <laughs> it's really exciting. I hope you get to try. it. Oh, and they also have that artist palette chocolate chip cookie. Snooze. Man, they're like not doing their best with um 
plant-based. No, <laughs> no, they're not. They're, um, they are not. I'm hitting up that red wine braised beef short rib though. Yeah, I would just get that because that sounds really good. I would probably get it anyways. <laughs> they're just like telling us no. Ooh, a rosé flight? Are you kidding me? Shit. A play on rosé flight. Oh, my God. I just, like, went directly to that. I was like, nothing else matters. Rosé yeah, hard cider. I would do that. I was, like, looking for it because I was like, I see the brewing rosé hard cider, but that's not the same. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd do that rosé flight for sure. I love a rosé. I would be so hard up on that. Um. It's very much a rosé theme on the on the drinks here. There's a rosé hard cider, which I think I've had that before. It's not good. Um, rosé blonde ale. Sounds awful. That sounds awful. I don't like blonde ales in the first place. Frozen rosé. Every frozen rosé I've had at Disney is disgusting. It's not good. It is not good. I do Mm-mm. not recommend it. But that frozen Dole Whip thing from... Uh... Wine bar George, ooh, ooh, ooh. that yeah. was good. Oh, you know what? I th- I don't think I've ever. I I'm I'm assume, assuming they do have a frozen. Mm, I think I may have had it there too, and it wasn't good. But everywhere else, everywhere else in Disney, I've had a frozen rosé. I try and give it a chance. They are not good. Just skip it. Yeah, it's like it's like a bad slushy, and then like you end up yeah. drinking all the the syrup out of it, and then now all you have left is oh, the good. ice that keeps melting, and it's just like water. No, it's no bueno. No. Chablis. Decadence. Oh, I love, so we just had a Chablis the other night, but I love calling it Chablis. Just Chablis? I, I like saying Chablis. It just makes Babe, go get the Chablis out of the cellar. Chablis out. Get that box of tablets. That's what it makes me think of. <laughs> I feel like you need to give us a a tour of your guys's stash, your personal stash. I feel like you guys have one of those houses that like you lift up a floor panel and it's got a, a little walk-in wine cellar. So okay, so interestingly enough, so we do have like, like different funny enough, it's just in boxes. Yeah. <laughs> So we've gotten wine. Uh, we obviously. So uh, for those of you who don't know, my husband works in the wine industry. He's a certified specialist of wine. Trying to get him to come on here while Brady is out to um, do like a wine episode, but he's being a bitch about it. Um, <laughs> he is. He's like, I don't know. I don't want to go on there. I'm like, why? Uh, but um, so yeah. So we do collect wine, especially when we were able to travel overseas, and we do order a lot of wine. I, um, and so a lot of times I order doubles of stuff and Nick hides it. So I don't know where it's. <laughs> what a jerk. Because I don't, I, well, no, I told, I told him to do this years, years ago. I mean, this is like, we're even married for like 11 years now, but like I've told him, I don't know where I have an idea where some of the wine is. Like I see it, but I'm not sure which ones they are. And like we got a for our tenth wedding anniversary, we we were in um, the south of France, and we got a lot of wine from Chateau Neuf de Pop. Which this sounds really arrogant. I'm so sorry. And <laughs> Nick had to hide it all because I don't I don't know where it's at. I really don't know in our house. So we do have wine stuff, like wine in different hidden in different parts of our house. So I don't find it. <laughs> but then we have a wine you don't sniff it out. <laughs> But we have a wine, like a little, like one of those large, we actually have two large wine fridges, one in the basement here in the bar where I record, and then one upstairs, um, and that's like our everyday wine. Okay. (laughs) 
that was a long story. <laughs> just a, that's our everyday wine. Just our everyday wine. <laughs> Usually, don't we have anything that goes up like past fifty dollars? <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, but yeah, that's our everyday wine because I have to have wine every day. <laughs> it's, Shoot. So what's next? Decadent delights. This is all oh. dessert. Raspberry soft serve ice cream, lemon soft serve ice cream. Where is the Dole Whip raspberry soft serve? Ooh. Why didn't they just yes. do that? What is this nonsense? I don't know, but I'd eat both of those. I would eat the lemon. I like I like raspberry too. Is it like a sherbet? If it is, they're doing it right. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love sherbet. Oh my god. Me too. The beverages, we have a Scrimshaw Pilsner from North Coast Brewing Company, MIA, MIA Beer Company, Deco IPA. That's good. I've actually had that before. Um, a Saga Tuck Brewing Co. Peanut Butter Porter, which that I don't like peanut butter that Me much. Either. Yeah. But generally, I love a porter. And then you could create a beer flight of that, too. See, and that's, I, I always run into that issue because I like porters and stouts those are those are the only kind of beers i'll drink milk stouts stouts but a lot of them have like oh here's your banana chocolate and i hate banana or here's your peanut butter bullshit it's like but i hate peanut butter so it's like i get so limited then i finally see a porter on the menu and i get excited and see that it's peanut butter like who wants to drink peanut butter yeah that sounds i psychos people love it but i do not it sounds terrible. Ooh, the deconstructed dish. Yet another no plant based. I well, so I shouldn't say that. That it. Uh, well, yeah. For someone who doesn't really care for dessert, we've talked about this on many shows. Mm-hmm. It's all the ones we've gone through so far. The only thing that is vegetarian and not it's, even plant based, not even vegan, is the dessert. I don't like dessert. I don't want freaking deconstructed strawberry cheesecake. Like, no. What's going on? But. And I've had this before. The deconstructed Reuben, they've had this before. It is fire. Um, rye popover, corned beef, Gruyere panna cotta, and a brined Brussels sprouts with broken Thousand Island dressing, whatever that means. And a deconstructed BLT, which is crispy pork belly, soft poached egg, brioche, watercress espuma, and tomato jam. I guess I would get the de- deconstructed BLT. Yeah, I think I'd try that one. Oh, they have boba. I don't. What's your thought? Do you like boba tea? I do. I like boba tea. It's like a texture thing for me. Like it just like I don't like the boba in it. Um, it yeah, it's. I don't know how to describe it. Like because there's a bunch of different kinds, but like true boba is their tapioca balls. Um, right. And I don't know. I, I dig it. I don't like. Yeah. There's one place here that uh, sells it at a Thai restaurant, mm-hmm. and. You can tell when they're kind of like at the bottom of their little batch of boba balls because it just it kind of reminds me of uh, a can of black beans. How it has that like black bean soup in it that you pour out. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that part kind of grosses me out. But other than that, like when it's more fresh, I like it. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so they do have a boba here. It's rain boba, fruit bursting boba with sparkling water. That gives me 
all these drinks are gross and I'll just walk them. So they have a deconstructed breakfast. They have an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic version. It's the Twinings of London chai tea shake with maple syrup in the non-alcoholic. And then the one in the alcoholic, they have cream bourbon, which is very good if you've ever cream bourbon. Garnished with a waffle crisp and candied bacon. That sounds like heartburn to me. I don't know. But I do like cream bourbon on its own. <laughs> I would pass on all of these. Yeah, me too. 100. Oh, here we go. Here we come to the Mexican pavilion. El Artista Hambriento. Just one of everything. Don't bother reading it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really... They have a chili relleno, which is fried poblano pepper with flank steak, black beans, and tomatoes drizzled with a poblano cream sauce. Pork mm. belly pastor, pastor marinated pork, pork belly, Jesus, a top boniato puree and charred pineapple and crispy cilantro and a taco de chocolate. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Chocolate candy shell filled with Mexican chocolate mousse with a touch of chili topped with tropical fruit. Honestly, all of all three of those sound fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. But, yes, you know, here we are again. No uh, outside of the dessert. Um, vegetarians just don't want just dessert, guys. Just letting you know. Um, beverages. Mexican craft beer, Tulum artisanal lager with citrus notes and made with Mexican Caribbean sweet seawater. That's weird. Oh, my God. I just saw the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Frida carrot margarita. Yeah, I hate carrot. I can't. I, I can't read this. Ever be I'm not even reading it. I will vomit if I read this out loud. And there's a Diego pomegranate margarita, ojo de tigre mezcal, pomegranate, pomegranate prickly pear juice, black currant liqueur, and rose petal liqueur with hibiscus salt rim. I would probably just get that or the craft beer. Tiger, yes, that is what I'd get. <laughs> that carrot thing, I'm. It literally made me throw up in my mouth. I can't even look Cross at it. Noble Blanca tequila carrot juice. I have to scroll by. I can't even look at it. Although, I mean. Oh. I made the same face when somebody first told me about the avocado margarita, but I actually like avocados. Oh, see, I like avocados. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Carrots, I've heard it since I was a child. You were a child. I mean, at heart, yeah, why do you need this podcast? <laughs> You're no older than 50. No older than 50. That is the truth. <laughs> Festival favorites, and this one I'm so pumped about. Remy's ratatouille with eggplant, zucchini, yellow squash, tomatoes, and red pepper. Plant-based item. Oh, the one plant-based item, guys. Come on. Like you're going to France. <sighs> well, actually, I don't know where this one's at. Because the, the France one we already did. But, like, I mean, obviously, I like ratatouille. Ratatouille is one of my favorite things to make. It's one of my favorite things to eat. I would eat this no matter what. But what the hell? Is this the only – I mean, we haven't fully gone through all the menus. But, like, that's the only savory vegetarian dish I've seen so far. Like, I gotta say, this one's still. This has got to be another France area one because, like, it might be, Ratatouille yeah. Ride is over there. Yeah. Um, then we got a charcuterie. Annie used to love a charcuterie um, with meats and cheeses featuring Nueski's applewood smoked beef. If it doesn't got Baby Bell, I don't want it. <laughs> Throw it away. Throw it away. <laughs> trash. It is trash. Lemon blood orange tart. Actually, I would. This is one of the desserts I do. Like, I do love a lemon dessert. And I'd be fine with that. Um, artist palette. Oh, I'm not even reading that. It's you could freaking find it everywhere. Yeah, Let's I would definitely do that. Remy's ratatouille. I've never oh, had yeah. it, before, but it looks delicious. 
Oh, I, ratatouille is in theory easy to make. It's just a lot of chopping. Like it's easy to make, but like all you do is chop vegetables for like half an hour <laughs> to get it ready and then make it. Generally, once you start cooking it, it's generally easy. Um, beverages: blue sky, black cherry, boba freeze. Throw some vodka in that and call it a day. Yeah, just put some vodka in it, man. Three daughters brewing strawberry blonde nitro. These are all the nitros are. Breckenridge Brewery nitro vanilla porter. That sounds I, really good. Yes, finally. There you go. That and, then they also, and the yeah. next one. The milk stout nitro. Yeah, both of those are great. What is a cold-fashioned coffee cocktail? Like, is this an espresso martini? Huh? Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Espresso martinis are the shit. They are. They are. Especially the ones at Tuta Gusto. Mm-hmm. We talked about the last episode. Oh, here we go. Japan Goshiki. Yes. Stone Garden. Red bean mousse with chocolate rocks and arare rice cracker pebbles. Okay. Sushi donut, donut shaped sushi. I think they had this last year, featuring salmon, tuna, shrimp, cucumber, and sesame seed over a decorated plate of wasabi, aioli, sriracha, and eel sauce. Sounds good. Oh, well, look, a vegetable gyoza. Vegetable filled spinach gyoza with tofu atop mashed potatoes with a kamaboku fish cake, pepper strings, and tonkatsu teriyaki sauce. You're doing so good until they have the fish cake. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be plant based for a minute. I would get the sushi um, donut. What the fuck is a red bean mousse? <laughs> um, oh, I don't Have you ever had like, they make steamed buns with the red bean. And it's, it's kind of like a sweeter. Ooh. I'll start my phone. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I would do the sushi donut. Yeah. Sushi. I, I could F up some sushi right now. Oh, God. I haven't had sushi in forever. Because I just good. don't know if I can trust landlocked sushi. Oh, we have an amazing sushi restaurant here where I and I live in like Northeast Ohio, and it's like some of the best sushi I've had, like like even from like New York City and stuff like that. It's like surprising. You just gotta read the reviews. Like it could be sketch, you know? Yeah. They have a hike. Okay, so our our general advice is skip this and go get a um, violet, uh, violet coffee. <laughs> but if you feeling dangerous, um, a haiku draft lager, masusaki. Oh, I love this. They did this the last time. I they've done this for a few festivals. It's sake in a traditional personalized wooden cup, so it's a square. It's actually difficult to to um, eat drink out of. But they put the sake. Actually, I would get this and my violet sake. They put the sake in a wooden – it's a wooden square box, even though they th- say it's a cup. It's difficult to drink out. But they personalize it on there, so then they write in Japanese characters on it. It's Aww. fun. It's a nice little cheapskate. Then they have pink snow, which is sake, peach schnapps, cranberry juice, and calpico dusted with snowflake confetti. That's intriguing. That one – that's probably going to be like the Instagram photo that you take yeah, a photo. Yeah, for sure. Just like <laughs> the sushi donut plus the pink snow, that's like – prime instagram yeah right there oh yeah, here's I'd, I'd do the sake in a traditional personalized wooden cup that'd be fun yeah oh you know what i bet that beef wellington one i bet you that was by canada oh uh, yeah that we thought that was for yeah okay so l'art de la cuisine française um let's see what do we got creme de brie en petit pan 
warm, creamy brie in a house-made bread bowl. Croissant à la truffle noire d'hiver. Black, tr- black winter truffle croissant. Loyo à la framboise et au chocolat Valrhona. Molten chocolate and raspberry cake with pure origin Valrhona chocolates. And a trio de macarons, an assortment of three house-made macarons. Yeah. I would love yeah. macarons. I think that's, mm, yeah, I think that's probably what, I, these are all desserts. Gross. I would just get the macaron just because I don't want, these thing, other ones seem very rich. Mm-hmm. That's the pure reason. They're probably very good. It's just the pure reason. Like if I'm doing the round of a festival, I can't eat rich food. The end. I need to figure out how to order macarons because I want some. And I was, I always get like this itch in my butt to make some. And then I read about like how much goes into it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'll just, I'll just want them. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty. Of, I don't know if you go, um, I'm trying to think where I, I mean, there's plenty of places that you can order them. I would suggest going to goldbelly.com where they pull from like different restaurants and bakeries and whatever from all over the country. And then they, you just order it through there. And I, I order a lot of food from there, like as gifts for people. I would, that's where I would start. That's what I would look for. Oh, the beverages. Um, so they have a frozen French martini, gray goose, vodka, chambord liqueur, pineapple, orange, and grape juice with lemon lime foam. That sounds terrible. Um, Charles Lafitte, Brut Method, Traditionnel Chambonoise. Yeah, it's just too many flavors. With chambord, pineapple, lemon, lime, yeah. grape, orange, like anything else you'd like to add in this. If you want a frozen drink in France, just get the frozen Grand Marnier slushy. Yes. That's it. That's what you do. And you can get an extra shot. And if I don't know what you're doing, not getting an extra shot. <laughs> but like in it's refreshing. What you're doing. It is so good. Um, the let's see, uh, then they have a rose Chateau La Gordon Verité de Terroir. I think I just got this. I think I just ordered this. Because I've never seen the Verité de du Terroir. Do I order champagne? Oh, so I use Vivino. Vivino is an app. So so obviously, like, you know, Nick sells wine, and there's some wines that we like that he sells. But, like, we like to get stuff from everywhere. And so Vivino is an app, helps you kind of understand, learn wine. Um, Nick learned this from when he first started working in wine, the sommeliers. Vivino. Yeah, it's, like, we order wine from there all the time. It, like, if, it, if you can't order it directly through Vivino, then they send you to a wine shop where you can get it but that's what we do yeah it's good um then they have a bordeaux merlot and cabernet blend which we prefer french reds in this house so (laughs) (laughs) um latte di mangiare in italy they have an arancini sweet sausage fried risotto balls with pomodoro sauce laragosta which is italian for lobster Lobster ravioli with vanilla saffron cream sauce and shredded chili peppers. And bomboloni, cream-filled Italian donuts with raspberry sauce and powdered sugar. That all sounds really good. Yeah, I would be into... I bet you the arancini is good. Laragosta, the reason why I'm like kind of weird about it is the vanilla part. That's why. But it could be fine. But you know, go to Tutto Gusto. But you know... <laughs> Yeah, we love a festival so we can tell you where else to go <laughs> I know. <laughs> well plus like another thing to think about too is when you go to these festivals there are certain countries that are just packed the lines are outrageous and italy is one of them 
And that means that Tiragusto is just dead. Mm-hmm. So do- oh, they have an Amaretto Bellini. Amaretto, white peach puree, and Prosecco. That's interesting. I'm intrigued by that. What is this Bergamotto? Italic Srozolio di Bergamotto. I don't even know what that is. And an olive? I need to, I'll have to research that. An olive? And an olive? You love your martinis. Oh, I do. I had one the other day. We got, because we can do takeout alcohol now here because of the the pandemic. Man, it's just refreshing. Let me tell you. Because of the panoramic? The the panoramic? (laughs) This must be Germany, it looks like. Around the Germany area. Maybe. Masterpiece Kitchen. (laughs) Wild mushroom risotto, aged parmesan, truffle shavings, and Zinfandel reduction. Salmon and cream gateau with egg yolk cream, paddlefish caviar, and micro herbs. And vanilla rose water and pistachio panna cotta. I don't want any of that. I would be into the risotto. Lord have mercy, it's vegetarian. (laughs) You got one. I got one. The beverages look interesting. So they have um, a Weizenstefaner original lager from Freising, Germany. A Perrier Jouet Belle Epoque Brut Champagne, which is one of our favorites. And I would get that for sure. Even though it's 30 bucks, they need to settle down. Um, what else they got here? Just like a California Merlot. Uh, Pinor La Dama Reserva. Reserva Familia Brut from Spain. Oh, okay. So it's like a sparkling. It's like a cava. And a classic sidecar with a chocolate twist. What is in a sidecar? I forget. Oh. Let's look it up. What's in a sidecar? You're probably shouting it at the radio or wherever you're listening to us. Oh my god, imagine people listening to us on their radio. How fun. I just said radio. What the? This, is, this proves that I'm 50 plus right there. Come on, I listen to the radio. Oh, I'm trying to get comfy. I love the radio. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Oh, that's right. That's right. You love <sighs> I'm going to miss Elvis them. I, know. I haven't heard them in a long time because there's like no radio stations out here. Oh, well, can you hear it like like online? Can they, Do they stream their show? They do. Like on their website but, or something? Yeah. But that's uh, yeah, I know. They do on um, iHeartRadio, the app. Okay. And you can listen to them there. But it's it's like more delayed, but also like mm-hmm. they are New York time, so oh yeah, and their show goes from four a.m. to eight a.m. New York time. So oh, here sure. I'd have to get up like super early because oh, when I lived in Florida, I always caught like the last hour on yeah. my way to work. But now I don't get to catch any of it. Oh, Oh, here's a sidecar recipe. It's cognac, lemon juice, and triple sec. Yikes. With a chocolate twist. Oh. The, the way they say with a chocolate twist makes me think of like some uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie where they're like, oh they're trying to make it like way more serious than it could yeah. possibly ever be. I love that. Ooh, Morocco looks really good. Um, the Mosaic Canteen. Mediterranean flatbread with zatar pesto. I love zatar. What is the tart? It's a it's like a seasoning blend. Okay. Um, that's used in a lot of like Middle Eastern food. That um, one's looking real vegetarian. Oh yeah, artichokes roasted peppers, sun dried tomatoes, and fennel cream. I would be pumped. 
for that one. Harissa roasted rack of lamb with baba ganoush, pichelin olives, toy box tomatoes, preserved lemons, and pomegranate. I just got into preserved lemons, and they taste weird. Have you ever had them? Mm-mm. They're, I mean, they're exactly there. They're preserved lemons, and they like, I don't know, it's just like a weird taste. A lot of recipes I use use preserved lemons, which is why I bought preserved lemons. But like, you can make them if you want. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Mouse kachu. That sounds like, or is it mousse kachu? I don't know. I don't know. Orange cake with cinnamon chocolate mousse. Sure. Um, no, thank you. I'm definitely going to do that Mediterranean flatbread. That sounds good. Yeah, dude. Oof. Um, and then they have a dark amber lager, which I do love a dark amber lager. I would get that. But they also have a blackberry hard cider. So if you I like sour things. I get that. I yeah. like, like that. Nick likes those like things too. Well, let's I like see. Pink it's fine. He does not. He loves you. What are you talking about? <laughs> he, doesn't wanna, he doesn't even want to come and talk about wine while I'm serving the country. Deploying. I know, exactly. You were making, like, sacrificing for our country, and this bitch can't and come he down here and talk, talk about wine. That's what I'm going to say to him when I go upstairs now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, should be, you should be like, you know, Brady's overseas serving in Afghanistan so that you have the opportunity to say, no, you don't want to talk about wine. Exactly. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, if you're just tuning in, listen to last week's episode. Well, you should be listening to all of our episodes, but listen to last week's episode. Um, Brady does make the announcement that he is being deployed here soon. Um, So we do have a plan in place um, while Brady is out. Um, so, I mean, we're not going to like hash through that now, but please listen to last week's episode because it kind of gives you more detail mm-hmm. if you're wondering what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so Painted Panda, China, Old Shanghai Shi Zi Tu, Pork and Water Chestnut Meatballs Served with Taro Root, and Shijuan Red Hot Mala Shrimp. Neither, that's surprising to me. China always comes through with their menu and this is very boring. Yeah. I mean, if I was going to have to pick, I'd probably do that hot shrimp. Yeah. And it's like, I guess I'll get this. Yeah. I, with, with like, begrudgingly, I, I would get that. Yeah, begrudgingly. They have a panda bubble tea, which is a classic milk tea with the white boba pearls. This is a non-alcoholic drink. They have jasmine draft beer, which they always have, and it's very good if you've never had it. I would actually um, like to try that because jasmine-flavored yeah, things are nice. Me too. That's why that's why I tried it. Because I was like, I like I love jasmine flavored green tea. It's like my favorite tea. Um, then they're always known for like their wacky cocktails at their booth. They have a fortune cookie, which is Baijo Spirit. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. Oh. Now we gotta look it up because I need to know. But so so while we're looking this up, it has a Baijo, it's Baijo Spirit, Amaretto, and a Pina Colada mix. What is Baijo Spirits? They've always got their Kung Fu punch here, and I, I just, I don't like punch. It, oh, like, it's the national spirit of China. Ooh. I wonder if this is like soju. It's like a white wine, because it's called Baiju. I wonder if this is like soju in Korea. Maybe. Huh. I would I would try it. If it's like a national, oh, yeah. like their thing, I would try that. I'm just like quickly looking this. Yeah, I would actually try this drink now because it sounds pretty interesting. 
Um, they have the Kung Fu Punch. They have this a lot. Yeah, they um, have Bob it everywhere. Yeah. And then a sea butterfly, which is a butterfly pea flower infused cocktail with lychee syrup, vodka, light rum, and magic boba pearls. I would try that. That sounds cute. I think I saw a picture of it. It was pretty. It's one of those Instagram cocktails. At the Painter's Palette, we have prime steak tartare with pickled vegetables, parsley salad, bernays anglaise, and the sous I don't know what a tartare is, but that's So tartare is raw. And I'm not about to get tartare on a mass-made basis in the end. Yeah, never mind. Like, I tartare is actually, I, I have risked it all and tried tartare, but like in many, in the, some places I really do like it. But no. No. Oh, then they have a salt roasted beet tartare, a beet tartare, so that's fine. <laughs> With pickled vegetables, parsley salad, and Bernays aioli. And then a pistachio cake with cherry mousse and morello cherries. I would not get any of this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. But it's plant-based. It's plant-based, It's plant-based. I know, but I don't like beets. I don't like beets. You got the beet. We got the beet. <laughs> we got the beet. Yes. I can eat beets is if I cover them in salt. It's the only way I can eat beets. There's, well, they taste like dirt. It's got pickled vegetables on it. That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, maybe it. Because, like, if it's tartare, then it's kind of, like, shredded a bit. So it's probably fine. What is a frozen rusty nail cocktail? I don't like the way it sounds. So no, I don't, I don't want know. it. And then they have a Cali Mox, Motsko red wine cocktail with Pib Extra, like Mr. Pib. Ew. Is it red wine and Mr. Pib? No. <laughs> That's what so ridiculous. is happening? Is that real? I would try that. <laughs> That sounds like something my grandma would drink. A red wine um, cocktail at that. So it's like not even like good red wine. It's just. Oh, no. It's probably like, you know, some. A mixture you know, of the bottom of all the other wine. barrels. My grandma, when I was growing and she, I think she still does it now. Um, she would put seven up in her red wine. That's like an Italian thing. a lot. They, and they call it a spritzer. Oh, but like fancy. <laughs> it's like I would like be so jealous of it when I was younger because I was like, that looks so good. And then when I was older, I had it and I was like, this is very tasty. <laughs> it's really nice in the summer because, you know, red wine is usually, it's, you know, around 55 degrees or warmer when you drink it, like or the temperature of the wine. So it's not like a refreshing drink. So this makes it like. Oh, I just saw a picture of the sea butterfly. It's beautiful and I want it. Oh, is it? Is it the purple? Is it purple and white? I think. Yeah. If you scroll all the way down at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. It's really pretty guys. You got to check it out. They do have a Brut Rosé, which means it's a sparkling rosé, and I would get that to drink. Mm-hmm. What do we got here? Pop Eats. Oh God, we got to hurry up. Okay, Pop Eats. <laughs> How many more? Oh, oh, I think we're good. Okay, Pop Eats. Tomato soup with grilled cheese. Okay. okay. Tomato soup with French onion and bacon grilled cheese. Now that's better. Um, shrimp ceviche with lime mint foam. Almond frangipan cake. Layered with raspberry jam and Belgian chocolate and Pop Arts Modern Design Sugar Cookie with Strawberry Filling. I'd get the first one. I would get I would get the tomato soup with French onion and bacon grilled cheese. Because that just sounds a little exciting. I love oh. rainbow sherbet. Oh, me too. Oh, that's interesting. It's a beer. Nick would love this. Rainbow sherbet glitter dream. Oh, it's a hashtag. Hashtag rainbow sherbet glitter dream ale. <laughs> 
a popping bubbles cocktail, which I've had before because the pop eats, they've had this booth for a while. And it's like kind of like a really sugary cosmopolitan with boba in it. Yeah, I think I got that before. Yeah. And a tomato soup can Bloody Mary. (laughs) Do they ask them for the fucking dollars? That's (laughs) my God. This motherfucker better have chicken tenders. Yeah, right. Vibrante and Vivido. Chilled seafood cocktail with octopus scallops, shrimp, black garlic aioli, tomato coconut sauce, and a serrano lime oil. I don't know. If it wasn't cold, if it wasn't chilled, I'd, I'd get that. Yeah. You have a blue love- corn pupusa. Oh, oh, sorry, what? I was just saying, I just love scallops. I do too. They're very good. I actually had some for dinner the other night. Blue corn pupusa stuffed with cheese and topped with shredded pork, guajillo and arbol, chile sauce, cabbage slaw, and aji amarillo crema. I don't, I don't know what that is. Literally don't know. There's it a picture of it down at the bottom. <laughs> is there? Okay. <laughs> and a passion fruit mousse with dragon fruit jam. It doesn't this- look good. This seems like kind of like they normally have like a Brazil or like a Caribbean type situation. That seems what this is. Um, a coconut and passion fruit smoothie, which is non-alcoholic. Frozen pina colada and a passion fruit daiquiri. We know you love a Disney pina colada. I was just to say, I'm getting the pina colada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So those are the, that's the menu. Some of the things that you guys have to look out for though. At Food and Wine. Um that's mm, of the arts oh i just saw a picture of the beef tartare that or the beet tartare that yeah it's pretty i would drink it oh so normally and this is what bums me i don't think they're having it yeah they're not i don't think so so normally uh they have during the festival of the arts they have disney on broadway series and they have people this is normally it's not happening this year they would have people from who've who've done many of the broadway disney shows come and sing Broadway songs, mostly the Disney Broadway songs. And it's awesome. And I look forward to it every year. I don't, it's definitely not happening, but they do have the voices of Liberty. So I'm wondering, they, they are performing. So I'm wondering if they're going to just do that, like do the Disney Broadway songs. That would be great. Cause they're all fantastic singers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Look, they're doing the Disney songbook. Yeah. So they are, they're, they're just doing Disney songs. So that's fine. Frozen, frozen slushy Coca-Cola. Oh my God, there's going to be an Epcot pianist. Visual art and performance. So you'll get, this gives guests the chance to enjoy viewing high energy artist painting Disney characters live on stage in a matter of minutes. So that's just a weekend thing. That's just Thursdays through Sundays. Oh wait, no, I lied. Oh wait, this has not been confirmed. I was just, so we're looking at um, Disney food blogs, just so you guys are aware. I forgot to call that out at the beginning. And we're just looking at some other things. Yeah, but they're saying it's not confirmed. And normally they used to have dining packages. They have dining packages during all the festivals. There's obviously not this time. Um, looks like they're doing the chalk artistry. Oh, I love the chalk artistry. Like these are like, this is like Mary Poppins level chalk, such sidewalk chalk situations. It's really cool. Oh, I really saw cool somebody... On Instagram, their story, they had somebody just drawn. And they are really pushing people to go to the art galleries. We've talked about this on other episodes. And this is prime, prime, especially during the summer. 
because it's hot as shit. And you, these are just little air-conditioned rooms you can go into, and no one's usually there. Um, but it's it's art of the country that they're representing. So, you know, obviously, when you walk into the Mexico Pavilion, it's, like, right there, and you can turn. Um, they have the Stave Church Gallery in Norway, the Gallery in Japan, which is, I think, still the kawaii stuff. Yeah, it is. Just Japan's cute culture. Because let's just forget their imperialistic nature and just put a bunch of screaming little dolls. But here we are. Uh, <laughs> oh, they opened the Morocco one again. No one goes in there, guys. No one goes in there. And there's benches. It is so nice. And it is cold. I mean, you can't ask for more. Can't ask for more. <laughs> oh, there's I only love- one thing we love more than a festival here at Never Growing Up Podcast, and that's an AC. <laughs> that's AC. I've even taken unbutton my pants in it and not from like a weird reason like i was just so hot and <laughs> i don't care <laughs> um oh they also uh are they doing work oh no they're not doing workshops yeah guys it is what it is but hey we're just glad that it's here we just glad that it's here oh they're also bringing back the wonderful walk of colorful cuisine so um, it's like places where you can go to different food festivals and there's like participating menu items that you can get. Like you have to, I think you pay for it. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Oh no. The, yeah. Okay. And then, then of course, Figment's always the, um, main guy. Figment is very special to me. It's my cat's favorite toy. So it's a, this is a very strong, uh, Figment house. Um, they have Figment's Brush with the Master Scavenger Hunt. This, again, is coming back. And it's a scavenger hunt, mainly for kids. But, you know, you can do it too. Who cares? Who cares? It's like $7.99 to participate. Um, and then they also have Chock Full of Character, which is kind of similar. They're just like little places like throughout that you have to kind of find. Similar to Scavenger Hunt, but it's in Chalk of Characters. Um, I think... Oh, they're still they're doing the interactive wall mural again. That's fun, where you can actually participate in these giant murals that they have throughout. Oh the park. yeah, that was love that was those. really a fun idea. Yeah, I love those. And they are still doing um, the photo ops, so they're like famous paintings where you can pop in and be a part of the painting. Um, I love those. They always do those here, um, and they have them throughout. And then Kit Cots, which doesn't really apply to us here, but they do have those out there too. Oh, look how cute. Oh, looking at the merch, guys. I hate my life. Why does there have to be a virus? Why did this pandemic have to do this to me? Bullshit. Look at all this figment gear. Oh, my God. Ugh. All right. Well, that's it, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so depressed. But it looks awesome. And who knows? Maybe they'll extend it. I don't know what – because – Flowering Garden will come about in March. So this is a shorter festival. It's only about seven weeks long. But we love it when we can go. But that's it. If you can go, go. If you got your vaccine, go. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's it for today. We enjoy a festival here. Love it. Love it. Love a festival. Well, my name is Annie at WDW Collective, and with me is my most wonderful co-host. Yo, 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 it's Brady McCleary. <laughs> and I'm Brady Cam on Instagram. And yeah. it was I just love a love a festival. And we love a festival. I've been going through some Disney blues. 
but yeah i felt like the year because i'm jealous disney plus but yours is just being extended good lord yeah and knowing my family's going without me i know (laughs) all right guys well we will see you next time uh, (laughs) bye i was stretching (laughs) bye bye